Welcome to the Covered Beloved Podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. Welcome back, beloveds. We are on episode 11 today, and I get to introduce you to my good friend, Miranda. She is a wife to her husband, Fred, and mom to four world changers who range from ages 19 down to seven, six, and four. Miranda is passionate about healing from the inside out, normalizing spiritual breakthroughs, and raising kingdom world changers while also navigating homeschooling and life. She runs a business as well. She's an entrepreneur at heart. And at 12 years old, her eyes were open to the unseen realm. And since then, through many ups and downs, she has been on a journey partnering with heaven to receive all that Jesus died for. Recently, she started coaching open and teachable women who are wanting their own breakthrough. And I can't wait for you to hear more from her firsthand. If you've listened to my very first episode here on Cover Beloved, you've heard me mention Miranda. I'm so glad that God crossed our paths almost a decade ago. Miranda is a beloved sister friend that I can go deep with. So here we are, just two friends chatting about motherhood, mindset, inner healing, health, homeschooling, life, and so much more. Let's dig in. Welcome, Miranda. Oh, thank you, Heidi. Yes. Tell us, just kind of start off and just tell us a little bit about you. Like what lights you up? What are your hobbies? How do you like to spend your free time? I know you have four kids. So when you do get free time, what do you like to do? I love recreating recipes to see how healthy and tasty I can make them. I find myself in the kitchen a lot. It's totally like therapy for me with my full life. I love reading and learning more about my inheritance in Christ and the kingdom. I just love the searching of the deep things of God and what we were created for. I love quality time with my family and taking our kids on dates or one-on-one time. Uh, Those are some things that light me up. That's awesome. And it is important. It's like as moms, we get so busy and our kids, I notice out there too, that they really, really connect with the one-on-one time, which is hard to do when you have so many littles, right? Yes. In fact, I even had to start setting like timers where I'd set my time to 10 minutes each child because I felt like that, first of all, we have three because one is our oldest is out of the house. So we have three. And I thought, how do I do this, Lord, where I could actually fill them up and know that I don't have to do this all day, which sounds really weird, but I also want to give them my undivided. So I set a timer for 10 to 15 minutes and I just go with that. I felt led to share that. That's a great idea. And I bet you they respect that time because they know they're going to get one-on-one time with you. Completely. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So tell us what you do for a living and kind of your journey with that on where you are today. Oh, sure. So I'm a spiritual breakthrough coach. 
And I've really always had a natural bent towards bringing solutions or natural options to people. But really at one of the lowest points in my life, man, I hired a coach to help me sort out painful traumas, help me with blind spots and just really give me language for pain I was experiencing. Man, I found it so life-changing and helpful. And I thought I can see me doing this when I'm more whole. Recently, God was really impressing on my heart to step out and start coaching open and teachable women who are looking for breakthrough in areas in their lives. And I was like, okay, here we go. Lord, help me, right? He was just really looking for my yes. Inner healing, healing from the inside out is a huge treasure, my, what I believe. And there's nothing like it, in my opinion. Yeah. And you've helped me through several times where just spontaneously something would come up, whether it be manifesting physically in the form of a headache or a migraine or just internally. And you've helped me walk through that. So I've experienced firsthand the power of inner healing and how you connect other people with those breakthroughs. So when did you first become aware of inner healing in your own life? That's a really neat question. Uh, I was in acupuncture school, actually. I no longer practice acupuncture. I've laid that down, and that's for another story for another time. I had major gut issues, like extreme irritable bowel syndrome, embarrassingly so at times, and I really didn't help my mind because of the gut-brain connection. The more, and, and that was linked to like depression, anxiety, et cetera, just so much. So we had our clinicals, and I was working on people. And God really started showing me that our bodies were not created to stuff that emotions, the trauma and issues, they were really made to process and release them. I could see myself in my patients. I thought, whoa, I have stuffed things my whole entire life. And it obviously is caught up to me. So at that same time, Heidi, I was a single mom uh, working full-time at Starbucks, full-time college student. And trying really to keep it together the best I could. It was a necessity at the time to spend hours or as much time as I could in God's presence, uh, seeking him, worshiping him and all my brokenness, really. And he kept this, the seed kept starting in my spirit. He dropped the seed that said from the inside out. And at that Mm -hmm. time, I was like, what are you talking about from the inside out? It was just from the inside out. Okay. And I didn't realize it would manifest years later. So fast forward uh, to working at Vallejo in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And to this day, for anyone listening in the area of Minnesota, even to travel to, wow, I highly recommend doctors at Vallejo. I was part of a team of people there and we addressed the whole person, spirit, soul, and body from chiropractor, naturopaths, massage therapists, nutrition coaches, so many more people would just continue to join our staff and we would exchange services or team up to make the most impact, which I loved. And I learned so much just doing life with those people and watching them and our patients get their breakthrough, if that makes sense. Mm, Yeah, that's so good. I think anyone that is in an area where you have almost this campus of holistic health, it's such a blessing to people. And then again, leaning on each other's strengths to pull on each other's gifts. That is incredible too. And I know that even with my own journey, like God wants us to be healthy and whole physically, emotionally, spiritually to run our race and to run our race well. And so inner healing right inside out, I mean, that matters. Everything emotional is going to manifest physically. We can't stuff without having the repercussions of that come out later. So you introduced me to Katie Souza. 
Mm-hmm. And healing the wounded soul and kind of what these soul wounds, these traumas as we have experienced them throughout life, you know, I kind of describe it as you're in this storm, maybe you're in like this sandstorm or whatever, this dust storm. And mm-hmm. even though you might be out of the storm, there's remains, there's remnants of the dust in your lungs and your nose. And so that's mm-hmm. kind of how I picture trauma, how we have these little pieces that stick in us. Mm-hmm. So why is inner healing important? That was a neat and a great description of trauma because in my workshop, we'll get to later. Well, it, there's just so much that trauma does that people don't realize to answer your question. My belief is we were created for greatness and to far surpass our parents and grandparents. So we were created in the image and likeness of Papa God to rule and reign. And from when we're in the womb and forward, just most of our lives, we believe lies, we things attached to us. We make agreements with evil And so much we carry a lot that's not meant for us, not to mention make bad choices like crap foods, bad thoughts, and so on. So inner healing is so important because it helps identify strongholds, lies we're believing, things we're in agreement with that are not from God. We break free. We take territory back from the enemy of our souls, and we change our generations. I mean, this is a generational thing, Heidi. It's not just a you and me thing, but we get blessed in the process. I have seen seriously have seen my body change shape by working with the inner healing coach and continue just to pursue God on this. My jaw that was hardened and set from the military days and just trauma and junk. I've seen my jaw soften and really God is in the process of just making all things new, isn't he? Mm -hmm. So good. Amazing. That's awesome. And you mentioned your workshop. So you do a breakthrough from trauma workshop What are some of the topics you cover in your workshop? Yeah, so I share three keys God showed me in my own breaking free from trauma walkout. There's a couple keys I'll share here. Agreement with heaven and what is heaven saying over you and finding that importance. It's almost like a great starting point, like a due north compass, I felt like in my life. And I continue to. Uh, repentance and the importance of that. Repentance is actually a spiritual technology. Francis Miles, author, I totally credit him to that, how powerful it is. And then clearing agreements and junk out of your soul. Those are the three keys. And really, I just felt like the Lord's like, I showed you things as a blueprint to help others. So share it with them and it's up to them to pick it up and walk out what it resonates with them, what speaks to them, what really fits into their life. I also speak to their spirits, Heidi. I activate their spirits. I've learned from, you know, mentors can be authors of books. I really thought, oh, you have to have a coach. You have to have, sure, it's important. I think it's obviously vitally important. I do it. But mentors and coaches can be authors, people. So you can start wherever you're at and feel led. If there's like a gap in my life or there's something missing, I feel like our spirits are like, let's search out what we need and let's study that, put that in our soul, you know, add that to our collection heal our brains are changing the way we think. Like you said, Katie Souza. Wow. Amazing. And Arthur Burke and Dane Duvall really helped me with understanding my spirits and activating my spirits. But I speak to the women's spirits in their workshop. And there's something about that because we're spirit, soul, and body, right? And other champions of faith I've learned from, and I highly recommend them if that piques anybody's interest with speaking their spirits. Yeah, that's amazing. You mentioned repentance and I think for our listeners that don't quite understand what that means, I think it's more than feeling sorry enough to change, to want to change and actually committing to changing our thought patterns and our behaviors. But can you kind of describe a little bit more and deeper definition, I guess, of repentance? 
Yeah. Well, in my own verbiage or my own paraphrasing, the Bible really talks about repentance as lifts the veil. And I feel like repentance like takes blind scales off our eyes. So for example, because I really work with examples and experience better, if this resonates with anybody, if I am continually acting out in anger, really, which is false security and false power, if I'm acting out in anger and I really had to uh, work through this because of how I was raised and my past and just me agreeing with, well, anger gets things done, right? Anger's a shortcut. No, I was like, Lord, I just repent for the agreement of coming into agreement with anger and that spirit that's driving that and all its program. I repent, Lord, I want a new way. I want a different way. Like I want a different outcome. And Father, we have the gift of repentance. So I repent and renounce that anger. So it's a really a powerful spiritual technology, Francis Miles talks about, for affecting spiritual recovery. And another way I look at it is repentance is heaven's reset button. So I feel like the enemy, Heidi, has really put a like almost a, sh- a cloud over our eyes. And I used to be like repentance, eye roll, right? A pencil, eye roll, whatever. Okay, I'll repent. But when my heart is engaged, it's actually a huge gift from heaven that causes our the soul and the fragmented soul, especially to be like, wait, no, I know I'm doing this and I don't even want to be, but I'm going to shift and turn this way towards the father. My face is going to go back towards the father and I'm going to choose a new way. And therefore he can come in and he can just start taking out enemies because I'm choosing. The enemy wants our will, our soul. He wants, if he can't, especially if I'm, I'm saved or right? I'm a Christian. So if he can't get my soul, then he's just going to try to take me out other ways. It sounds pretty deep, but you know, I'm a deep person, deep wells. I really, really just love the deep things. So I appreciate that question. And when we're really repentant, God is restored to his rightful position in our lives. So does that make sense? It kind of like restores the standard. Yeah, definitely. And you said repentance is heaven's reset button. Mm. I love that. I love that. (laughs) So many times we can use a reset. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that makes it easier to understand. Okay, so let's talk about your family because you are committed to raising world changers. What is your definition of a world changer? Hmm. Yeah, so it's um our hearts, it's our hearts and my husband's vision. And I actually wrote it down a couple of years ago because I just wasn't seeing the outcome. I, I was like, wow, I really want world changers, but I'm I don't really feel like doing the work. I'm just being transparent here. I wanted shortcuts most of my life. Obviously, it's an unhealed soul and soul wounds. But I was like, no, I want my kids to do this and this. And I I want what God has for them. But yeah, no. And God just was like, write the vision, Habakkuk 2.2. Write the vision, Miranda. And I was like, okay. So through gathering Danny Silks, all of Danny Silks stuff I recommend for Bethel and Love and Logic. Thank you, Lord, for Love and Logic. It was like our vision is to raise healthy, interdependent, powerful children who have their own relationship with God and understands how to impact the culture around them in a way that honors God, themselves, and others. That's my definition. Mm, that's powerful. And is that your vision statement, kind of your mission statement for your family, if you will? Yes, yes, that part of it. So I have like several sections of our vision statement. And right now we just moved. So it's funny, they're in boxes. So Lord, help me find them right for this coming year. But either way, that came came from my heart. Oh, thank you. And you, you homeschool. (laughs) We, We all are kind of maybe in different stages of this idea of homeschooling. Some people are remote learning right now. So, but you homeschool. Can you tell us, first of all, did you always want to homeschool or how did that come about? Yes. So Victoria is our 19 year old. She's out of the house now. And when I was a single parent, just a quick peek into the life of a single parent at like 
when she was in maybe fourth, fifth grade, I just wasn't feeling the peace of sending her to school. Back then, I didn't have the resources though. So when I pulled her for a year, I gave her like this thing on the computer and here, honey, sit down and do this. She wasn't really a self-taught learner or motivated enough because she was used to school. So I had a struggle at that time that could have probably closed the door forever. So I put her back. It just didn't work out for us, which I felt like a failure, et cetera, at the time as a mom. But I looked back and said, you know what? Maybe not every child can be homeschooled. Like I was having this conversation with myself and God, maybe they like stop the guilt. You know what I mean? I, I stopped the guilt. I released the guilt and I was like, stop. She went back to school, did, did great, graduated. And about two years ago, Vivian is seven now. So she was five. She was going to kindergarten, great school, great school where we were living before. And it was perfect school, perfect teacher. Everything was great. And I sat my baby girl down on my lap about six months into the school year. And I'll say that my spiritual eyes must have opened. Something must have lifted because I looked in her eyes and I saw, mm, sorry, I'm getting emotional, um, worldly wisdom. So here I go and my husband and I, impact her like five years we sew in and sew in and sew in of what we really wanted to wanted the outcome for world changer and I saw this worldly wisdom in her and she looked actually two years three years older than she was and all of a sudden I got dropped into my spirit you're gonna homeschool your daughter and your children from here on out and I was like I am I where did that come from I'm literally seeing this baby start uh, there was just children that nothing nothing against any children, parent, anything. Vivian was really had this heart for people and she had this heart to help. So she would see someone break down or curl up in a ball or do whatever. And she started like looking and manifesting at home. And I'm like, this is so weird. But my husband, and I put way too much work in here to let this go down. It was me controlling me to, you know, I was controlling too, but I wanted to control things, I guess. But at the same time, I felt God's like, you're homeschooling now. I was like, oh, cool. Not a demand, not a command. Don't get me wrong. I started, I just, yes, God, you have it. We pulled her. I started just unlearning things. We started unlearning things. I started with easy peasy homeschooling, thankful for free stuff because I didn't know what I was doing. And I felt Holy Spirit just say, hey, I'm going to share some things with you. I said, thank you, Holy Spirit, right? Woo. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And then I saw Vivian come back to life. Long, long answer to your question. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's important because as moms, we feel this pressure, right, to know everything and we we more than likely feel unqualified when mm -hmm. that comes on the table. And yet we are the voices and the teachers for our children up until age five. And so what, what you were describing as like this worldly wisdom or like the system of, you know, school, it definitely hit us when so we have two sets of girls and we have our older set and our younger set, our older set are 17 and 15 and they went to public school, but it was a seed planted in my heart way, way, way back then when I felt unqualified, like you mentioned, no resources, how do I even do this? So I just I dismissed it and did not follow my heart in that. And I saw the fruit of that with my older two and can, I can see the struggles and the disconnect with our relationship with them and what they value in the world compared to my younger girls that we put Eleanor, who's going to be seven in January, we put her in a uh, Christian school mm -hmm. when she was four. And the entire evening after she got back from school was unpacking the drama of the day, you know, kids talking about things that are way, way older than I would want my four or five-year-old exposed to. And we saw that kind of come back to us again, where we could say, 
you know, with that vision and that seed that was planted in our hearts a long time ago of, are you going to say yes this time? Mm. (laughs) And so something that I fought for so long, you mentioned kind of like that we're not going that way. Something that we fought in our hearts for so long was just suddenly a drop in our spirit. And it was, it was no longer a question. It was like, this is what we're doing. And it became so crystal clear that that was our direction in life. And so we're three years into it now. And it's been incredible and amazing to be the ones like shaping your children. Obviously you can't block out every worldly influence, but it's a great connection with your kids that we didn't have the first time around. I would say our connection with our olders dropped in like kindergarten, first grade, Mm. where that pressure of peers and teachers and worldly just kind of overtook it was a struggle, but now it's just amazing the night and day difference. So, yes. And I just want to add, like, I might not have felt qualified, like you said, and I even had the past talking to me, like, you're not, what about your older daughter? Like, look what happened. I had the past talking to me and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not listening to that voice. And obedience brings blessings. And I just had my history with God as far as obedience, bringing blessings. I said yes to what heaven said, because obviously it was dropped in my spirit. And it was literally a shift of peace in our house as well. And I think those keys looking for those keys are huge because I go, wait, I might not, you know, have the skill set and tool set. Yes, it's inside of me, but even like the practical, that's why easy peasy and those other ones, all those other um, available resources, thank God for those. But I just felt a shift of peace in our house and order come back. And I feel like it's super important that I don't have to feel qualified. I don't have to do that. Now, I will say, I love when you said something about um, shaping souls, but I heard a while ago, we're soul shapers, right? We shape these children's souls and what goes in the eye gates and ear gates and what they experience go into the soul. And so it's like, good, if I can have that uh, effect, if I can have the sow these seeds, like the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. Yeah, I stand in that verse. That's neat what you shared about. I really resonate with that, Heidi. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so you have cultivated this atmosphere of heaven in your Mm -hmm. home, or you're working on cultivating this atmosphere of heaven in your home, and I feel like you do a really superior job of that. You Mm -hmm. encourage your children to use their gifts, and you have declarations that they do. Would you mind sharing some of the declarations that your children do? Yeah, all that. I'd be honored to do that. I'm super humbled. Thank you, Heidi. Um, so I, if I'm learning something in my life, there's no, Bill Johnson's like, there's no junior Holy Spirit. So if I'm learning something in my life, I'm like, great, now they can do it. Or now I'll sow that seed in them. And so it's funny, the stuff that other people would look at me like, you're expecting your kids to, and yes, I'm expecting them. It's not even like a a godly expectation. It's just fun for me. I'll learn something about the armor of God, et cetera. And then they're going to start learning it. I just, I feel like there's just that thread in the spirit. But when I, when we sit down to homeschool, there's, I'm teaching them how to engage Holy Spirit because what better thing to do? I, I wish I knew this years ago. And so they'll say, so repeat after me, Holy Spirit. And they say, Holy Spirit, I ask for and receive because it's need to ask for something and receive it kind of like a protocol heaven, but obviously it's not like a, a have to thing. I ask for and receive. And then we say grace for my day, grace to learn, grace to read and grace to write. And now they've memorized some of it, but I look to make sure they're engaged and they're not like blah, 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 because they've done that where I was like, is he chin off the table? Like, really, we're good. We're declaring, let's pull it down from heaven. They pull things down, right? And they say, I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to read. And I'm excited to write. And a few more is, I am an overcomer. I love myself. I love God. And I love my family. 
I have what it takes to overcome. And Katie Souza, thank you, Katie Souza. I have excellence of soul. So we're engaging spirit, soul, and then body is the movement. They pull things down from heaven. They stand up if they're, you know, tired. And they declare over their brain, my brain works the way God created it to. If I fall, I get back up. And if I fail, I move forward with joy. And at the end, a couple more, they say, and then I am a world changer. But I really speak over them when they say stuff or do stuff. Oh, you're 10 times smarter and wiser than the children of this world. You grow in wisdom and stature daily. And I just touch their brain and I bless them with that. I've seen fruit in their lives. And then they say, thank you, God. And then they usually mm-hmm. laugh or giggle. And we start, we create that before we start our homeschooling day. And there's just something that shifts. That is so precious. Having that childlike faith. Yeah. Uh, there was a book I just read, Children mm-hmm. and the Supernatural by Jennifer Toledo. Have you read that one? No, but well, we have a couple of her books, but no, that sounds amazing. Okay. And then we got the manual eyes to see and her eyes that see and ears that hear. So we're working through that, but her book is incredible. It's like this entire nation of world changers, children that have impacted the adults so much that people travel from other areas to come see what these kids are doing in their communities. And so that is powerful. I love those decorations. I I had a smile on my face the whole time you were sharing that because it's so powerful. (laughs) Thanks. Um, and then as far as cultivating an atmosphere in, of heaven in your home, besides the declarations and obviously the prayers and inviting Holy Spirit into that space, is there anything else that you do to cultivate that atmosphere in your home? Yeah, I've really worked on this too. Uh, I think atmosphere is everything. So what music am I playing? What's coming from the TV? What's in our hearts? That in that in turn is coming out of our mouths. I kind of observe, right? I'll just observe. I think a couple of years ago, I just started observing uh, what was going on and how can I improve it and make it better? But really, how can I partner with heaven and bring heaven to earth? And also Bill Johnson said, obviously I love him, um, what nothing happens in life without first uh, on this earth for, without first a declaration. And so I really just held in my heart and just said, this family worships God, this family serves the Lord and Lord, show me how to create an atmosphere where angels want to be, where Holy Spirit stays and wants to reside and just where really miracle signs and wonders take place. Even if I don't see it, I really, I was discouraged here and there, especially certain things that happen in our family. But when it comes to whatever in the spirit, in the natural First, you declare it, you walk it out, and you'll start seeing it. So I play worship, uh, soaking music to start the day. I love Jason Upton. I love anything by Bethel, Carrie Joby, the, uh, Lauren Daigle. Just I love anything that's just Kimberly and Alberto Rivera is just so powerful because music super powerful. And we diffuse essential oils to uplift the mood, especially when we're studying rosemary, you know, peppermints, when we're studying, doing homeschooling, really at night, essential oils. We're just all day. It's, it's an ongoing thing. And then we screen what our kids read, watch, or listen to. I feel, again, like I can't hesitate to mention enough, what goes into our eye gates and ear gates goes into our soul. And so they'll produce that, what they see or hear. And I'm a little bit of a stickler, like, no, you can't watch that Disney movie because they're promoting X, Y, Z. So whatever, I'm not afraid to do that, though. I love my family enough to fight for them. But we're not perfect. This is one of those ongoing learning things, like you mentioned. Uh, but I really see Holy Spirit to say, what's going on here? What needs to be changed? Show me how to partner with you. Uh, the couple other things I ask children about their dreams. Or they'll come to me and be like, I had this dream about this. We call yucky puckies things that are, you know, demons that are after us or the spirits that are not from God. Yucky puckies. The yucky pucky tried to get me. And I just dialogue. I listen to their dreams and dialogue with them about it. Ask them questions. Where was Jesus? Seth Dahl is so amazing at this. 
And if I'm on Zoom, they happen to pop in, not like they're with my coaching. Well, sometimes at the end of the coaching things, but the more lighthearted ones, like <clears throat> just talking, if they're on or I'm Marco pulling a friend and their face pops on, I'll just turn to one of them and say like, is there something heaven is saying over this person? Is there anything on your heart that you'd like to share? So they'll share a little or they'll, you know, be like, no, mom, not right now. And it's okay. You know, they're released. And then really like, what is God speaking over you today? Close your eyes. Sometimes I'll say if they're having like a rough time, I'm like, what does your heart look like? What's going on inside? That kind of thing. Mm, That's awesome. And you have this powerful resource called Powerful Parenting. Mm -hmm. It's a free download. It goes through your daily routine, your declarations. You have them typed out, the ones you use with your children, the brain music you play with the healing tones, specific prayers you pray over your children, your husband as the head of the household, and then decrees for him, and then Mm -hmm. creating these sacred spaces. And you've put it all into one place for us busy mamas. <laughs> so I will drop the link for that. Just letting people know that you have this resource. I'm sure a lot of mom is connected to what you were saying and we're not able to write as fast to jot those down. And so anybody that wants those in writing can download the free resource and I'll drop the link in the show notes. Okay. So just to end Miranda, tell us what's next for you in 2021. Yes, I appreciate you asking. It's a, I'm really looking forward to it. So for our kids, we're going to go through Growing Up With God by Sean Bowles. I've been waiting. I like go to Bethel's store website because they have a school there and spiritual raising up spiritual warriors, right? So I've even emailed them like, what do you do? What do, what do you guys have? Just to kind of fig- figure out how to piece things together here. But we're going to go through Growing Up With God by Sean Bowles. There's a coloring book that I'll print. I'll make copies and print them off so they can all have that. We'll read through our book. And that's more for our kids, but I was, I'm really looking forward to that. I've been wanting to do that for a while. I'm actually starting a podcast ID. Oh my goodness. Commence the sweating. Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> it has begun. There's no going back now. you inspire me so much yours is so powerful I listen to it and I feel like when I listen to your um, podcast I feel like this warm blanket in the spirit like really warm hospital blanket or whatever comforting blanket surrounds me and I just feel so connected to God like your heart is being able to speak it's super encouraging for me so if you can do it help me learn I can do it Uh, creating a course a breakthrough workshop course again just new things coming and I'll just be continuing the breakthrough from trauma workshop quarterly that, and I wanted to mention if it's okay, the next one is January 18th through 20th at 6 30 PM. And so subscribing to the link for the free ebook will help you stay in touch with me. will help people stay in touch with me through that. And that's the plan anyway. Okay. Yes. Awesome. I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to make sure we got that in here sure. for anyone. And this is a three day breakthrough. What is the name of your breakthrough from trauma? Yep. Breakthrough from trauma. Oh, three keys to breakthrough from trauma. Three it's, keys to breakthrough from trauma yep. workshop. Okay. January 18th through the 20th, 6.30 PM. And it's free cost. What is it? Yes, it's free. I feel like I'm going to leave it free for now. I really just go to God with my prices and what that looks like. From there, people can connect with me. The women that attend can feel like, okay, she's a good fit for me as a coach or not. But the important thing is, is I give all in these workshops because years ago, and even recently, a couple years ago, I would have loved to have somebody share these keys with me and gotten really breakthrough. The fruit and the testimonies coming from this Heidi is all Holy Spirit. And again, just obedience, saying yes to heaven. So yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I just want to bless you. I want to say a blessing over you, just that God does everything above all that you can dream or imagine in 2021, that the right people align with your workshop, that you continue to be present in your home and with your kids. And they just carry on that legacy that you're so committed to creating and so obedient to doing what God asks you to do. So Miranda, thank you. Love you so much. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.